0: Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. I'm recording today, it is February the 4th. So we're now into February already, 2024. We're now in February. But um, let's go into prayer, then we're going to talk about Is There a Worm in Your Fruit? Part 3. Is there a Worm in Your Fruit? part 3 heavenly father thank you as always for giving me this amazing platform and opportunity to speak to your people thank you dear lord for opening their ears to hear open their ears to hear what the spirit your spirit is saying today thank you right now for every listener thank you dear lord for those that will share the podcast the internet radio station the YouTube video. Thank you in advance for those, dear Lord, a special um heart's desire for them for sharing the podcast and sharing the gospel. I thank you right now for all, that were, all the testimonies that I've already been hearing from previous messages and the testimonies that's coming forth today. Thank you for healing on the line, deliverance on the line. Hallelujah. And that they will feel your comfort and your love on the line. In your precious name, Jesus. Well, you guys, like I said, it's in February. So everybody called this the heart month. Um, to me, it has a lot of different meanings. Um, I have a lot of a lot of people. Birthdays in the month of February. It's almost like Christmas time again. I have my mom, my brother that passed away. His birthday would be tomorrow. It would have been tomorrow, Louis. And then um, my mom's birthday this week. Um, uh, um, Another great friend of mine is a spiritual mom. Her birthday is this week. Really, actually, the same day as my mom. My niece's birthday is this week, well, coming up soon, and then my sister's birthday. So it was a lot of February birthdays. So I, I want to share this real quick. So uh, my birthday was in December. A lot of you already know that, and my team had given me a a gift, and it was so full of items, and it had also a lot of filler in it. So I and I and I was thinking to myself, oh, that'd be a beautiful bag. Y'all know we we use bags, so it was a real real pretty. Birthday bag, and I said, Well, I'm gonna reuse this bag for my niece. And so, when I went into the bag, I was like, This bag still feels a little heavy. And I thought it was all the filler because it had tissue paper, um, the shredded paper, it was all that in there. But when I opened it up, there it was. There was another gift inside, and the gift was these earrings. that anybody's viewing on YouTube, aren't they beautiful? And all of these, y'all know I like bracelets, all of these bracelets. They were also in the bag, but I didn't even know. So the bag was sitting there with the balloons still attached because they were still flying. And um and look inside, there was another gift. So that right there, I could talk about that the whole podcast today because of the whole message today because sometimes when you think you got you got your gift, but did you really look at all of it? Did you really get everything you were supposed to get? Did you thoroughly search the bag, the box? Did you look inside that there was another wrapped gift? And when I saw that, like, oh my goodness, and I unwrapped it, and I was like, wow, who would have thought this was still in the bag and sitting there for over six weeks, I think, five, six weeks. It was still sitting in the bag. And now look. To those that are watching on YouTube, these beautiful gold earrings with that beautiful stone and five bracelets was also in the bag so this 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 is gonna um connect with today is now that I'm seeing it. Is that worm in your fruit part three so last time we were on, I talked about is that worm in your fruit part two, and I was talking about decluttering and at that time, I think I told you guys I had twenty some bags. That I had collected. But after the broadcast. I actually kept going. And I ended up. That Tuesday afterwards. It was 30 bags. And when I put the bags out. Anybody that followed me on social media. I put a picture of the bag. The 30 bags that was beside the road. For the Hampton Roads community. They come and pick up. For the 757. For the needy. Um, It was 30 bags. And when I was taking those bags out. It took me. Oh, 45 minutes to an hour to get all those bags because they were heavy. I had filled those bags up because, you know, they was expensive bags, first of all, because, you know, you get the Glade bags with the fragrance in them. So I was like, I can't believe I'm using all my bags for this. So I filled them to the top and I was dragging them to the road. And as I was dragging by the time I came back to get the fourth trip, Holy Spirit said to me, You see the weight of what you was holding on to? The weight of stuff. First of all, it didn't fit me anymore. I mean, most of the stuff was like too big. It wasn't my style anymore. I have evolved in my clothing. And it was connected to some of my past hurts. And it was not part of my future. So why in the world was I holding on to it? So I wanted to bring that back up because since then I now have collected three more bags of stuff. Because after you go through your stuff and you think you finished, you got to go back through it again. It was like, why am I really keeping this again? Because I don't want, oh no, extra extra weight and stuff. Let it go. Let it go. So I wanted to bring that back up to give y'all an update on the decluttering and how it made me feel mentally and spiritually and the peace that came from it, which I didn't even know I was holding on to until I tried to carry that stuff out. And carrying it out wasn't easy. I had to take breaks. I had to sit down and take a break because it was heavy and it was wearing me out because at the time I was I, I. I got up super early in the morning. I so said I'm going to have all this stuff out by the road. And it still took me an hour to get everything out there. Got to take breaks. But anyway. It's that worm of fruit part two. I mean part three. And the reason why I want to bring this up. Because we know about the gifts of the spirit. And we know. When we operate in the gifts. We should be operating. In the fruit of the spirit. So let's just talk about. The gifts of the spirit. In 1 Corinthians 12, 1, 4-11, you're going to have the nine gifts there. You have the gift of wisdom, the gift of knowledge, the gift of faith. Now some people have a measure of faith, but if you have the gift of faith, you're going to do stuff that other people are going to think is really, really crazy, but it's a gift. And you're going to move on it. Because God tell you to move on it. And you just trust God. That's the gift of faith. The gift of healing. The gift of prophecy. The gift of speaking in tongues. That's a gift. The gift of interpretation of of tongues. The gift of discernment. We talk about that quite a bit. And the gift of miracles. See, so These are the gifts. 1 Corinthians 12. Verse 1 and 4 through 11. Talking about the gifts, talking about the gifts. So if you're walking in the gift of wisdom and gift of knowledge, and you don't have love, joy, and peace on the inside of you to come out with these gifts, it could be interpreted wrong. Not that the gift won't work, so somebody that can sing, they can sing. They can sing, they can play instruments, They, if they're gifted in that area, all these things still be good, but they could be mean as a snake. So, after a while, you're not going to even want to go hear them or see them, it's like, yeah, they can sing, but their character, the way they treat people, I just, I'd rather not go, right? So, okay, we talked about the gift, the gifts for a moment, let me read what I read last week, Galatians, out of the Amplified Bible, five twenty two through 23. But the fruit of the Spirit, the result of His presence within us. His presence within us. So, is love. Unselfish concern for others. So the Lord reveals something to you. You gift of knowledge. The Lord reveals something to you about this person. You, you share that with them. you know, Give them a solution. But you're going to come to them with concern. For them, not being mean to them, joy, which is inner peace, patience remember we talked about last week patience not not the ability to wait but how we act while we wait so somebody give you um like a prophecy a gift of prophecy for someone, and you give it to them and they still excuse me if I'm gonna sneeze <coughs> excuse me cough. And you'd be like, why is they not moving in that prophecy? And you um, you being impatient and like doubting and all that. No, how are you going to act while you're waiting? Or even with them, you give them the gift of prophecy and say, now this is going to take patience. And so in, in your solution of telling them what God is showing you and then God tell you to also share with them, but you have to be patient. Make sure you tell them, okay, patient is not just your ability to wait. It's how you're going to act when you're waiting. So sharing that with them, too, will help them. Because I know I've received prophecies over the years, 20 years ago, on up. Or more. Since, yeah, 21, 22 years ago, on up. And some of them are happening now. But it has been times like Lord, you said, I know you, I know that was you, Lord. I know you show me a dream. But how? Sometimes, to tell you the truth, I wasn't um, acting right while I was being patient. I was doubting. I was complaining, murmuring, and complaining. That's not being patient. That's not. That's a worm in your food. Let's just put it that way. That is actually a worm in your fruit. Gift of healing. Someone's tell you that you are healed. I even say I I just use myself. For example. When I went through that um in twenty thirteen and um was in the emergency room and the doctors tried to speak a, um a diagnosis on me and the Lord said, You don't have that, you are healed. Stayed in the hospital, they did the biopsy, all these different things, but I still had to stand on Even though I was still having symptoms, still having issues, I had to say I don't have that to authorities that knew, thought they knew what I had because they went to school 12 years um, working on, you know, working in the medical field, doctors, um, specialists, and they saying, well, this is what it looks like, this is what you have, but I had it from a higher authority because God created the doctors. And And I had to stand on that word no matter what the pictures look like. I had to stand on it. So I had to constantly. Tell myself, it's not that. It's not that. I'm fine. And then, then, like, years later, when stuff would try to happen, they would try to see, see, that's it. That's it. The enemy. Background noise. And yeah, we're going to talk about background noise next week. Trying to silence the background That background noise is the things that come into your spirit to mess with you. And then, for you know, you got to in your foot because you're hearing other people saying, oh, no, you got this. Oh, you shouldn't do that. When you standing on what God told you to do, By hearing other background noise and other people talking, even your internal thoughts, you could then go into doubt. Because you got to have, you got to be able to walk, you got to have peace in what God is telling you to do. Right? So you don't want background noise or anything else to come in and make you have a worm in your fruit. Listening to other people make you have a worm in your fruit. Or even... Just, um, not really taking care of yourself, you know, throughout the, cause now we're in the fourth year since the pandemic hit. I mean, COVID still out there, but the pandemic is not, you know, it's not a pandemic, Panamania, panic anymore, but everybody know now what to do to build an immune system up. But what do you do with mental health issues? Anxiety and things like that that could affect your fruit. It could creep in, and you have a worm in your fruit because you haven't taken care of your mental health. And how to take care of your mental health is having the the fruit of the spirit of peace and joy. So how do you get to that? You got to do that so you can operate in the gift of prophecy gift of healing. So when you get up and lay hands on someone yeah they ain't getting that gift of healing but they ain't getting all that other foolishness that you carry into. So it's up to us to do that. If you're operating in uh, in any of these gifts and, I'm, and I know you are you may not know exactly which one yet but you are making sure that there's no worm in our fruit. Somebody coming giving you wisdom and then turn around and you hear them cussing somebody out or talking bad about somebody or gossiping and all that. And you'd be like, are you really operating in wisdom? You see what I'm saying? So let's read the fruit of the spirit again. The fruit of the spirit, the result of his presence within us is a result of having his presence within us is love, unselfish concern for others, joy. Inner peace. Patience. Not the ability to wait. I mean, excuse me. Not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Kindness. Goodness. Faithfulness. Gentleness. Self-control. You don't have any self-control, but yet you want to operate in the gift of healing. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not going together. It's not, it's like oil and water. It's not really mixing well. And so when we out there, this is like self-check and things I'm like, okay, was I kind in that? Or Can I do this better? Um, I'm, I'm constantly evaluating myself because I don't want to have fruit worms. And that's only something we can do for ourselves now you might find out from others they might say oh when you said that to me i didn't like how you said it or it hurt my feelings and you be like oh well i do apologize for that and then repent and say lord help me to be tempered more with love or with with gentleness and it could be your makeup from things you've been through or whatever but we still gotta say okay lord i know i might have Grew up in a rough neighborhood, or I always had to, as Oprah Winfrey said, in the purple color, purple she said, I always had to fight. But it comes to a point where now, when you saved, God is fighting your battles for you. So now you got to display the fruit of the spirit. You got to be good, be kind, gentle. That that's a word right there, gentle. Like sometimes you can give a word and be a little bit too harsh with it. It was like, okay, Lord, forgive me for that. I shouldn't have said that. I repent for the way I said it. You know? Is there a worm in your fruit? Part three. And only you know this. He said, Lord, show me where I can make changes. And I even found one, um... When I did a search about the the fruit, um, the the nine fruits of the nine fruit of the Holy Spirit and nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, so they they had put it together, the gifts and the fruit, and they were just showing how they work together: love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, has to work with wisdom, knowledge, faith healing, miraculous power, prophecies, distinguishing between spirits, which is which is discernment, speaking in terms tongues, interpretation of tongues. All these things need to work together. Work together. And if we do, we're going to show forth the spirit of the Lord where we go. We're going to make a difference. They're going to be like, what was your arm? That quote by Maya Angelou. You may not remember what they said. But you're going to remember. I know if I'm not quoting it right. How they made you feel. And I can tell you. There has been. I can look back over people over my life. Some have given me prophecies. Prophecies or words from the Lord. And they weren't. They weren't gentle. They weren't. Um. They weren't showing love, but those that came in with a with a gentleness and peace and gave, and it was like you know pretty much not just gave me a word, but gave me a word with you know with with instructions. You know, Um, those are the people I really remember, and how they treated me, how they made me feel in some of the darkest times of my life, how they made me feel sharing the word of God with me not beating over the head beating me over the head with it and I'm telling you some things that I you know I had to work on myself because when I came um got saved I was radical and I was like Lord I gotta make sure my family I gotta get them out of this fire I was like come on come on come on come on and I was like because I was like Lord I gotta get them out because I was headed that way. I don't want none of them to go that way. But maybe my approach, my tone wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? So is that worm in your fruit? How are you treating it? are you bitter? Is that do you have a worm of unforgiveness in your heart and then it coming out towards others? Because that's a worm. That's a fruit worm. So you may not be you might think you're operating in love because that unforgiveness that has turned into bitterness you not turn you may not be operating in love you may, may- not be operating in kindness or goodness because you don't allow unforgiveness to go in. Remember time I talked about um a broken tooth go back and listen to those a broken tooth um is there one food part one go back and listen to those because. Yeah, I talk about bitterness will come in and trouble you like a like a broken tooth. And that bitterness bitterness will get down so you got a tooth and it might look fine. But if the root of it is not, it's gonna cause decay and you can lose the tooth, right? Same thing with unforgiveness. You hold on to it, it turns into bitterness. And y'all know when something bitter don't taste right. Oh. So if something's real bitter <clears throat> When you thought it was going to be sweet, I mean, some stuff is bitter, lemon. Some people like that, sour, or whatever. But if you are expecting sweetness, and you bite into it, and it's bitter, you can't eat it. See, I'm trying to control my tone so people can listen. But if you have a lot of unforgiveness, and sometimes, I I, 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 have, I can tell you guys this, you got to accept the apology you won't never get. Sometimes you just make up in your mind, I accept the apology even though they're never going to get it, and keep moving, and don't allow it to become like that stuff I had to take out to the road, because I was holding on to something. And sometimes it's not easy to let it go. I went years of that with um, previous people that have abused me. Men, pastors, leaders. But you know what? That wasn't holding them back. It was only making fruit worms. It was only holding me back. Is there a worm in your fruit? Are you holding on to some unforgiveness now became into bitterness? And even the taste in your own mouth do not good, but you can't get that taste out of your mouth because every time you think about what they did, it's like you frown up just like you just sucked on a lemon. Mm. Until you think about it, you frown up or you put your head down or you do your head sideways and you close your eyes and you bring it back into your memory bank. And then there's background noise. Yeah, look what they did to you. And it's not holding them back. It's paralyzing you. One time I even said, don't let bitterness block you from God's goodness, from God's blessings, from God's best. Don't let bitterness do it. Again, you have the fruit of the spirit: love, joy, peace, and it's one fruit. Even though it is non-attributes, it's the fruit. So any of it could cause a worm. So if you're not operating in love, and you think you got, you still got joy and peace, but that worm, peace, is now fruit worm because you don't have a, don't have forgiveness in your heart. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. Self-control. So you don't work on all of them, and you still not gentle. Fruit worm, room in your fruit. So when you operate in the gift of wisdom, the gift of knowledge. The gift of faith. See, it's a gift. You only need a measure of faith, faith of a mustard seed. To do what you need to do. But some people have a gift of it. So they're going to launch out and do stuff. And you're going to be like, what in the world are you doing? Doesn't that cost money? Doesn't that? Yes. But when God gives you an assignment, you got to operate in your gift. Gift of healing. Gift of miraculous powers of miracles. Gift of prophecy. Gift of distinguishing from spirits. Discerning spirits. Gift of speaking in tongues. The gift of interpreting of tongues. But you're going to do all. You're going to have all those gifts. And you're going to operate in love, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You're going to do all of it. Because you know what? Now you have become your very own. Fruit inspector. So when you go to the store... And you... Pick on the fruits... And you see bruises or dark spots... Or look like it might be a little hole... You ain't getting that piece of fruit! You're not gonna pay for it! And even if you got it right... Because I do Instacart... And they come to you and you look at it... And they ask what? The quality of food? And you can put on there and know it was outdated or bruised fruit... They're gonna give you your money back. Because you're not gonna eat it. But yet, you wanna go out with the gift of wisdom, gift of healing, gift of prophecy, gift of miracles, platform is all that saying, all that, all this gift of all these things you operate in. Now, with no love, no joy, no peace, no patience. No kindness, no goodness, no faith, no gentleness, no self-control. So now it's up to you because you've heard the word. So if you see yourself being not kind, unkind to someone, it's like, Lord, where did that come from? Just ask him. That's what I do, like, Lord, why did that bother me so much? What do I need to change? Help me, Lord. Help me, help me, help me. One of the things that I'm doing now and might help you, I play the Bible all night when I sleep. It has helped me. I used to do it all the time before. Ooh, waking up, hearing scriptures. Going to sleep, hearing scriptures. Waking up, when you got to go to the restroom, hearing scriptures. Absolutely love it. Maybe that'll help you. Maybe it will. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. and count, and, and give rid of all that background noise. We're going to talk about that next week. I think we'll talk about that next week. And make sure you open your gifts and look at all of it. Like I said, I found a wrapped up present that I'm sporting today when I looked in that bag. So look at, look at all your gifts. Look at all of them. Look at all of them. As you go into this week, speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your neighborhood. The key to it all is to speak life now. Remember to keep saying, God surprised me with your goodness for the rest of my life. Keep saying that. God surprised me with your goodness. Hallelujah for the rest of my life. That was a God's surprise in that bag. I was like, wow. That was a God surprise and I keep getting more and more and more. Make sure you share the broadcast, share the internet radio. Thank you all to the um station managers at the internet radios. Thank you all so much for having me on for this amount of time, for these years. I really appreciate y'all. And go into this week and do something fun for someone. It's hot month. So do something. Just do something special to share the goodness of God. Go ahead and operate in the goodness and kindness this week. Do something kind, but first, make sure you're a food inspector. Thank y'all so much, and I'll talk to y'all again next week. Bye-bye.